0: We discussed so many times in our Masech, the Masech, the of making Chalitza. If somebody's brother, Rachman Atzlan, passes away without leaving any children, he either does, the brother who survives either does Yibam or Chalitza. And the question, of course, is, is Chalitza, Mitzvah, Is do, how does the Halacha look at Chalitza? That it's a Mitzvah? just like certainly yibum is a mitzvah, so too is Chalitza a mitzvah? Or is Chalitza just a way to excuse the person from requiring to do yibum? So if he does Chalitza, he no longer is required to do yibum. But not that we look at Chalitza as an independent mitzvah. The Pasuk says, Vim layach <laughs> b'tz'ish, if the brother refuses to do Yibam, to go through the procedure of Chalitza. And the Rambam, in Perak Aleph of Hilchus Yibam, Halach Be'ez writes, The mitzvah is to do Chalitza, and to do Yibam, if he doesn't want to do Yibum, Shinem namle So it's quite obvious that it is the opinion of the Rambam that Chalitza is an independent mitzvah, as the Ram, as the Pasuk says, as the Rambam says, Mitzvah Yabim. Im Yabim Mitzvah Shiachlitz. And if you look at the heading of the Rambam Tehilchus Yibum. The Rambam indeed says that there are three mitzvahs involved in the mitzvah of Yibam. Two are mitzvahs assay, and one is a mitzvahs asay. One mitzvah asay is to do Yibam, one mitzvah asay is to do chalitza, and the laugh is that she should not get married to someone else until this issue, either through Yibam or chalitza, are resolved. And so does the Rambam say in the Sefer HaMitzvahs, Mitzvah Asay Yudayan, the Smag in Esen Nunbeis, the Chinich in Simen tufkuf Kuf Tzadik Tes, clearly counts the Mitzvah of yibum and the Mitzvah of Chalitza as two separate Mitzvahs. On the other hand, the R- Rabbeinu Sadiah in his Sefer HaMitzvahs, Mitzvahs as say I involve counts Mitzvah's Chalitza and Mitzvah's Yibam as one Mitzvah and there are Achroinim that suggests that so is the opinion of the Baal Hilchis Kedilus. and so too does the Rivash say and the Rivash actually compares this to the Mitzvah of making Kiddush on Shabbos that just like on Kiddush on Shabbos if one wants he can make Kiddush on wine or he can make Kiddush on bread, and nobody would suggest that making Kiddush on wine, and Kiddush on bread represents two separate mitzvahs, it's rather one mitzvah, and it's preferable to make Kiddush on wine, but if one can't or doesn't have wine, then he should make Kiddush on bread, so too, says the Rivash, that is the halacha by yibam yibam he says, a one mitzvah, the more preferred option is yibum, but if one doesn't do yibum, he could do chalitza. Now, this question: If yibum, if if chalitza, is a separate mitzvah, or is chalitza, and is chalitza a separate mitzvah from yibum, or is chalitza just included in the mitzvah of yibum? One could suggest is really the discussion that we have in the Gemara Daf Chavav. The Gemara adaf Chavav discusses the case in the Mishnah of Abba Achim, four brothers, two four brothers, Reuben, Shimon, Levi, Yehuda, Reuven and Shimon are married to two sisters, Rachel and Leah. Reuven and Shimon, Rachman and Slon, pass away without children. So now, their widows, Sura and Rivka, fall to Yibum, to Levi and Yehuda. Says the Mishnah, not that Levi should be meyabim one and Yehuda should be meyabim the other, but rather, says the Mishnah, Levi and Yehuda should both do chalitza. And the Gemara gives two explanations why that's what should be done. One explanation the Gemara suggests is because of is because of Yesh Zika. And therefore, since these two women are sisters and they're both Zokuk, they both stand to these two brothers for Yibam Chalitza, so each sister is an Achois zukukasai And since each sister is Achois zukukasai so therefore the halakha is, they can't do yibum because halakha is one may not do yibum and Achois if we hold Yezika. Because as is clear in understanding the surges, Yezika crea- creates a relationship between the Yavam, and his Shameris Yovim, as if they're, so to speak, married. So if there's such a relationship, so just like a Chois ishtai is Osr, so too is a Chois Zuku And that's why Yibim is not an option, and this Mandama holds, the, the, option, the only option is to do Chalitza. Both brothers should do Chalitza. But the Gemara... Gives another explanation, why, why yibum is not an option, because he holds asel levatal mitzvah sivam. And as the explanation goes as follows, again, Reuben and Shimon, two brothers, married to two sisters, Rachel and Leah. Reuven and Shimon die without children. Now, if they die without children, and if Levi will do yibum let's say, on Rovain's widow, Rachel, and before Yehuda has the opportunity to do yibum or chalitza on Shimon's widow, Leah, Yehuda passes away. Now, Levi can't do yibum on Yehuda's wife, because Yehuda's wife is a Chais ishtoi. He did yibum and Rachel, her sister, Ruvain's widow. So we will have a situation where Yibum cannot be carried out. And because us, Levatal we're not allowed to avoid doing Mitzvah Sivamim. Therefore, Chazal said, according to this explanation, Levi should do Chalitza. So if Yehuda passes away, Leah, uh, Rachel's sister, Rochel sisters and a chhois Levi had done Chalitza with Rachel, and since Levi had done Chalitza with Rachel, you could do, he could still do Chalitza with Leia instead of Leia not having anything done to her if she were in the category of a Ishtai. I saw the Mafarshim ask a very interesting question. If we're indeed establishing a concept of osu So then, ask the mefarshim. Then we should have a different... Then we should never allow a person to get married to a woman who's married to his brother, who's related to the woman who's married to his brother. In other words, let's say someone's brother is married to a woman and the younger brother wants to marry that sister-in-law's daughter, or that sister-in-law's sister, or any of the ervas that I mentioned in the first mission of Amasechta, we should not allow that marriage to take place. Why? Because if chas v'sholem, the brother will die without children, we're going to end up with a situation that this brother can't do Yibum because it's related to his wife. And we're learning now, yet nowhere in Amasechta does the Gemara ever say that? So what's the answer? So the first one said, there's a fundamental difference. In the case where a brother is marrying a woman who is indeed related to his sister-in-law, that would be so related that it would prevent his ability of ever being able to do Yibam and sister-in-law, it doesn't make a difference to us. Because right now his sister-in-law has not fallen to him to Yibam. So we have no need to protect the Mitzvot Yibam. On the other hand, when a brother, mar- in, in our case, where, as we described, Ruven and Shimon, these brothers, have already passed away. And their wives have already fallen to Yibam, to the remaining brothers, Levi and Yehuda. To do anything that could create a situation that the mitzvah of Yibam, the mitzvah of Chalivetzah, cannot take place, that we don't want, because Os Sivamim. But let's think about this explanation of the Gemara. If we think about this explanation in the Gemara, we recognize something very fundamental. We recognize that the Os Mitzvah Sivamim, by making Levi do Chalitza, and being concerned, and that's why we're saying that Levi should do Chalitza, not Yibam, because the may die. It's because... We want him at least to be able, we want at least Leia to also be able to have chalitza. So if we'll say chalitza is a mitzvah, so now we could understand this opinion. We want to at least chaparai, we want to at least be able to be Micaiah mitzvah chalitza. But if we're going to say the mitzvah chalitza is not a mitzvah, so what's shot in this Gemara? So it must be, it seems, that the manda omer that holds holds that Chalitza is a mitzvah, and therefore we want to make sure at least that the mitzvah of chalitzah should be fulfilled the other man, who we explained, says that pshat in the Mishnah is not because of Osel of Atal rather pshat in the Mishnah is because of Yezika, why doesn't he subscribe to the concern of Osel of Atal so the simple explanation is because he's not concerned for Misa as the Gemara itself explains and hopefully we'll spill and Mitzhashem speak about this. But there's a much more fundamental explanation because he holds that what are we worried? The Levi is going to do yibum, and Yehudah is going to pass away and if Yehudah is going to pass away then Levi won't be able to do Halitza because this woman, leia is a Chais ishtoi. So what do we want? We should do chalitza. Chalitza is not an independent mitzvah. And therefore, that's how we could explain this machloikis of the two pshatim in our Mishnah. But let's take this a step further. It seems from here that we have here a very compelling raya. We have from here a compelling raya that chalitza... According, certainly, according to the mandarma that holds, mitzvah we have a compelling raya that chalitza is a mitzvah, because we tell Levi, only do chalitza in Rachel, the first widow, to make sure that we should be at least be able to do chalitza in the other widow. If chalitza were not a mitzvah, why would be why would we be so anxious to make sure? That the Khalitsa takes place if all Khalitsa is just a vehicle to ex- excuse one from doing Yibam. What would be the Nafkamina? The Nafkamina would be Does one have a need to do Khalitsa when she doesn't want to get married? In other words, you have a situation. If someone's husband, Rachman El passes away, and she's an older woman, she has absolutely no intention, no desire to ever get married again. Of course, because if she doesn't have chalitza, she can't get married again. Is there an inya to do chalitza anyway? And again, we will still, Mitzvah speak, if the husband wants, if the yavam wants chalitza, what's the halacha? But let's say they both agree that they're only... They don't want to do chalitza. If we'll say that chalitza is a separate mitzvah, so therefore, of course, chalitza should be done to fulfill this mitzvah of chalitza. But if we're going to say that chalitza is just a way to get her to be allowed to get married again, so if she doesn't want to get married again, she doesn't have to have chalitza. However, There are Achroinim that say that although it seems that from our Gemara there's a very compelling Raya, the Chalitza is a separate Mitzvah, one could say that it's not necessarily 100% Raya. Because one could say that the Cheshik Shleimah says this Peshat, that there's always the possibility that the widow wants to get married and if she wants to get married, she's supposed to have chalitza, that everybody agrees and by us creating a situation that she will be able to get married without chalitza we're cancelling a mitzvah in the Torah Dein Yitzchak from Rabbi Yitzchak Chanan says it could be that chalitz is not a mitzvah but even if we'll say that chalitz is not a mitzvah still chazal this entire concern he explains of osal, vatal mitzvah is only is only a the Rabbonin. and he explains just like we find that the halochah is by miser if one brings his produce into his house, not through the front door, the is, that it's not medaraysa obligated amaysa. But Chazal said, that one shouldn't do that. Here too, even though chalitza is not necessarily a mitzvah, a separate mitzvah, just Chazal wanted that the mitzvah should take place and and one should not take approaches of being able to avoid the mitzvah. But what Chazal did not want is that the Torah gave a certain process that should be followed. The Torah gave a process that if a brother dies without children his almana should have Chalitza, and one should not do anything to cancel the process that Tyrus said. But not that it necessarily means that Chalitza is a is, is a separate Mitzvah. It's also worth saying over that the Cheshik Shloima explains that our Gemara gives, as we explained earlier in our Shir, two different ways of explaining why the case of the two brothers who are married to two sisters that died without children and left over two brothers, why they should both only do chalits and nachibim. And as we explained earlier in the Shir, there are two approaches. One is either because of mitzvah sivamim, or because so what's going to be the nafgamina between these two approaches? So Cheshik Shloimer says the nafgamina would be when the two brothers, the two remaining brothers are people who can't speak. And as we're going to learn later in the Masechta Mitshem, one who is incapable of speaking cannot do chalitza. So if we say that the reason is because of yezika, so here that doesn't make a difference whether they can or can't do Chalitza the fact that there is a concept of yezika that makes each one of these sisters an Achai Sukukasoi and because she's an Achai Sukukasoi Chalitza is not an option but if we say that the only reason we do the only reason we're saying they should do chalitza, is because like that, we'll know at least both wa- both widows will have chalitza, and there's os levatel mitzvah In this situation, we know there won't be chalitza anyway, because they're incapable of doing chalitza, and therefore there is no concern of in such a situation of os levatel mitzvah and therefore in such, under such circumstances, da'alacha would be that the two brothers, that Levi should do Chalitza, and Yehuda, Bar Baruch Hashem is still alive, should, Levi should do Yibam and one widow, and if Yehuda's Bar Baruch Hashem, hopefully still alive, he'll do Yibam and the other widow, and if Rechman's son he isn't alive, he dies, then she'll be free anyway, because she can't have Yibam from her brother in law, because that bro- from the her, her now it's in an a Chais situation, and we can't say, well, we should have not done this and given her the opportunity to do Chalitza, because Chalitza couldn't have been done here anyway, because the brother is an Elim, he's incapable of speaking, and therefore incapable of doing Chalitza.